Welcome to this podcast, produced by the International Monetary Fund. I'm Mark Betancourt. John Maynard Keynes is widely considered to be the most influential economist of the 20th century. The British economist was a leading advisor to both his own and the American governments during and after both world wars. His ideas overturned prevailing theories about the government's role in stabilizing the economy. And through his recommendations, Keynes helped much of the world weather the Great Depression of the 1930s. As well as being key in the founding of the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, his influence endured far beyond his death in 1946. I spoke to Sarwat Jahan, an IMF economist who recently wrote an article on so-called Keynesian economics for the fund's finance and development magazine about Keynes the man and how his ideas have come to dominate economic thinking. John Maynard Keynes was a British economist. He was born in 1883, and he lived through very critical times of our history. There was the Great Depression and World War I and World War II. Um, Keynes held very important positions. He was a civil servant. Uh, he was the director of the Bank of England. He also had influential positions at the Treasury. But mostly Keynes will be remembered as being one of the most prominent economists of our times. In fact, many of us considered him to be the founding father of modern macroeconomics. Given that he was working in these really difficult times, the Depression, the World Wars, um, he actually, as you said, he had a lot of influence on government policy through his various positions with the government. Um, what, were, what were some of his recommendations to deal with those crises? So up until the Great Depression, um, the classical view was that supply and demand would force the economy to be at an equilibrium where there would be full employment of labor. And this could happen because uh, wages could fully adjust, and adjustment could take short periods of time, but eventually full employment would be reached. And therefore, there wasn't really a big role for the governments to play. And it's interesting that during the Great Depression, uh, classical economists could not figure out why there was protracted periods of unemployment. Keynes explained to us that it was because of the lack in demand or insufficient demand that we saw high rates of unemployment. Keynes believed that the government had a big role to play in this. If the government could increase expenditure, for example, in large public projects, um, infrastructure, this would raise demand. So uh, government expenditure can actually help GDP to grow and raise employment at the same time. So things like President Roosevelt's New Deal programs in the United States uh, in the 1930s during the Great Depression, where the government was spending a lot of money on things like building infrastructure, uh, to stimulate the economy and put people to work uh, is a good example of Keynes' ideas at work. Is that is that right? That's absolutely right. In the U.S., um, some elements of the New Deal had Keynesian uh, flavor to it. Large government expenditures in all these projects, in roads and highways, was exactly what Keynes was recommending. These were productive expenditures that would hire labor, and this would stimulate demand and help the economy grow. So yes, this is a perfect example of how Keynes' um, policies had been used. Keynes is also credited with uh, being one of the founding fathers of the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. Uh, how was his influence felt there? Keynes uh, represented the UK at the Burton Woods Conference in 1944, and he, along with Harry Dexter White, are considered the founding fathers of 
both the IMF and the World Bank. Um, and it is his intellectual ideas about how we could create financial stability and how there should be uh, cooperation among nations to rebuild that really helped form these two institutions. How has Keynesian economics uh, sort of lived on even beyond his death in 1946? What, uh, is, has it been challenged? Has it been developed uh, since then? Has it evolved at all? Keynes's ideas met strong opposition actually during the 1970s when we saw stagflation, that is a combination of inflation and decrease in output and high unemployment, um, both in 1973 and 1979 caused by oil shocks. According to Keynes, there's a trade-off between inflation and unemployment. So you can have high inflation, but that will come with low unemployment. During the stagflation time of the 70s, we saw that there we had both inflation and unemployment. And so Keynes, at that time, could not really explain how that happened. And in fact, this paved the way for Milton Friedman and monetarists to come in and talk about the role of money supply. Um, but really, um, we saw a resurgence in Keynes's ideas at the onset of the global financial crisis that started in 2007 and 8. And it was during that time that a lot of the governments, including uh, the advanced economies, uh, US and UK, that went back to the Keynesian idea and felt that in order to revive these economies, it was necessary for the government to once again take a big role and again to help uh, stimulate aggregate demand through proactive government policies. So does, does sort of Keynesian economics have its limits or can you see that, it's, that it could potentially continue to be used in the future? Um, there will always be debate and really great debates about whether Keynes was right and whether it is fiscal policy and a big government that is necessary to stimulate the economy. So far when we look at history, we see that every time there's been a crisis, we've turned to Keynes. But history also shows that the Keynesian models can be modified and adapted with each crisis. So the latest crisis has shown us that um, in Keynes' theory, one component was missing, and that was the financial markets. And now there is um, a great effort by economists to combine um, Keynesian models with the financial sectors. And that, again, could help uh, Keynesian economists evolve and become even more relevant. That was IMF economist Sarwat Jahan explaining the economic principles developed by the great John Maynard Keynes and how they are still central to economic thinking today. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more like this on www.soundcloud.com forward slash IMF dash podcasts.